Free Period is a podcast of First Baptist Watauga Student Ministry. For more information about First Baptist Watauga, you can check us out at fbcwatauga.org. Hello and welcome to Free Period, the weekly break you want to take. I'm Kevin Skinner, the Associate Pastor and Student Pastor here at First Baptist Watauga. And I'm Nathan McKendry, your Young Adult Minister and Assistant Student Minister, also here at First Baptist Watauga. And this week, we are going to be answering the question, what are your thoughts on politics? Hmm. Hmm. But before we get to that, (laughs) we're going to give you another word from the 1800s. All right. The good old Victorian age. Uh, your word is chuckaboo. Chuckaboo. Mm-hmm. Chuckaboo. I don't even know where to go with this one except for why I chose it, it sounds like peekaboo. I mean, that is the hmm. the only thing that uh, that I think of when I hear chuckaboo, and I don't know how to uh, think of chuckaboo. Yes, that is what I'm picturing in my head right now, which makes absolutely no sense. So, uh, I am going to say... Chuckaboo. Chuckaboo. Chuck. That is the word, Chuckaboo, yes. I am going to say that it was another word for boyfriend. This is my Chuckaboo. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) I don't think you're that far off. It's actually, really? So it said a nickname for a close friend. So presumably you could you wow. know, call your significant other a chuckaboo because they'd be a close friend. Interesting. So All right. I'm amazed that you came up with that. I thought I am very amazed. You said peekaboo. Well. I was like, he's not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it. I mean, I, I'd give you credit for that. Yeah. Chuckaboo. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I was thinking about how nowadays we call people. Uh, like Boo. Yeah, Boo. And I do call my wife Boo. And in fact, I call her Boosif. Boosif. <laughs> <laughs> like Joseph. Right. So, or Brosif. Yeah. Or Brosif. Yeah. So I had been calling her Boo for quite some time. Oh and then goodness. one day I just started calling her Boosif and it stuck. So I call her Boosif. Mm, so I amazing. should call her Chuck a Boosif. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> it's like when a come at me, bro, got translated into. Advance toward me, brethren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a nicer way of saying that. Exactly. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to the question. That was a fun word. You did good. But yeah. today's question is, what are your thoughts on politics? All right. So as we answer this question, let me first say this, uh, that we will not be answering uh, some other questions today. We are not going to be answering the questions. Uh, we're not going to be answering what are our political affiliations. Uh, Sorry, that's not what we're answering. We're also not going to be telling you uh, what party or candidates uh, you should be supporting. Uh, No, we're not going to tell you that. Uh, In fact, uh, as we are recording this podcast, the election has not happened yet, but as this podcast is coming out to you, the election happened last week. We don't know what happened with the election. We do not. We don't know who won the election, not as we're recording this. Uh, we surely do by the time we're listening to this. I hope so. I hope. <laughs> I hope that it has been been determined by this point because this will be coming out one week following the election. Uh, so I hope we know. Uh, but Makes sense. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not going to be answering those questions, or, and we're not going to be telling you who you should vote for. Although, as we talk about some of these things today. Uh, you may feel inclined to uh, lean one direction or the other based on our discussion. Uh, 
but we're going to leave that up to you. Good call. Uh, so let me ask you this, Nathan. Before we answer this question, let me ask okay. you this. Did you vote in the election? I did. All right. Uh, you should know this. You were there. <laughs> I was. <laughs> you, unless I, I was just there. walked in and then snuck out the back, didn't vote at all. No, I, I don't want a ballot. I just came in with that guy to trick him <laughs> into thinking I voted. Can I have one of those stickers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I, I voted. Yes, I went with you. We found a little place in Haltom City that, that the line was not bad. It may have been the time of day we went to, right around lunchtime, and right. it worked out. So We didn't just go with... You and me. No, it was you, me, and Matthew. That's right. Yeah, three the of us. Three of us. Went, we went and found the place yeah, to vote. Early voting. And this was, if I'm not wrong, this was your first time to vote in person. Correct. Yeah. So last time, because I, I turned 18 and therefore legally allowed to vote in 2016 mm-hmm. for last election, but I was in college, you know, in November. So right. I didn't know about early voting back then. I didn't know that was a thing. Otherwise, I would have just gone home and voted and then gone back to school. But. I uh, did an absentee ballot because I guess that qualifies. I guess they're probably thinking of people who can't go home. Right. Going to school. I was not sure. going to school far enough away. If I had known about early voting, that certainly would have been easier. But this was the first time that I voted in person because I live and work here now. So how did it feel? I was, it wasn't, wasn't bad. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I felt all official. I kind of felt, you know, they just got those dividers and I was like, ooh. What if someone's like cheating off me right now? <laughs> I've taken my answers. Nowadays, I'm less worried yes. about them stealing my answers because I guess you'd want them to steal your answers. But well, yeah, I mean, I theory, I think if 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 you feel passionately about uh, the way that you are voting, sure, you want uh, you want someone to steal those answers and and vote along with you to to help the same party or candidates that you are supporting. But really, it's less so. of I I want them to cheat off me and more of them I you know oh man I don't want to people to see who i'm certainly in in these more modern day elections it's like whoever you vote for there will be judgment (laughs) someone's gonna shame you for that (laughs) yeah 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 i mean you absolutely uh i mean you could have been voting right alongside unlike in a primary so in a primary typically you will go and uh and if you are a Republican, you go to this table, and you may end up voting in a completely different section than really? the Democrats. And you go to that table, and you okay. and but in the general election, uh, since you are picking between the Democrat, the Republican, or any right. other party, uh, you just kind of all vote in the same room. So you could be voting right next to someone that is voting differently than you. I did think about that. I wondered the the lady standing beside me. I was like, I wonder who she's voting. But I didn't. I didn't cheat. I didn't look. Well, that's good. I felt like someone was gonna, get, you know, like in school, if you cheat, like you're in trouble. Or at least I always thought. I'd be I mean, in we're trouble. So we're not graded on. I know how, how we. Vote. I still thought if someone was like watching me <laughs> crane my neck over, you know, they were gonna be, I don't know, tackling me or something. <laughs> All those people, the people at that place actually looked pretty nice. But yeah, I feel like they could have been mad at me. I've done that. Possibly. You never know. All right. So as we think about this question, what are your thoughts on politics? There are three main things that we want to discuss today. All right. So first of all, our lives should be guided by God's word. Why is this important? How does this apply? All right. I think many times we tend to compartmentalize our lives. So we have our school life over here. We have our home life over here. We have our work life over here. We have our how, what we do with our friends. That's in this compartment over here. Uh, and, and then we have our church compartment. And, and maybe even we would say the church compartment is the most important one. And we put 
uh, God first and we put church first and, and we're going to prioritize this and that, that compartment is an important one. Uh, but I think when we begin to compartmentalize everything, especially when it comes to our faith, we're missing the point of our faith. If we are compartmentalizing our faith, if you are compartmentalizing your faith, you are missing the point of your faith. Uh, our faith is not meant to be a compartment. It is meant to be the guiding factor for our lives. Jesus Christ, his word, what he has has taught us, God, what he has taught us through the Bible, through scripture, should be uh, an, an overarching part of every aspect of our life. It could it should infiltrate our life. So let me point you to Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 through 7. It says, "So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, being rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. So as we look at that that verse, uh, we are reminded that our faith is something we are to be rooted in. And, and where we are rooted, that is going to impact how we live, right? When, when our lives are rooted in worldly things, right, we're going to see uh, that type of fruit come out of our lives. When we're rooted in Christ, we're going to see godly fruit coming out of our lives. When we're rooted in his word, we're going to see his word uh, producing fruit in our lives. We're going to see that impact every area of our life. And so when it comes to politics, uh, our, our politics should be influenced. It should be guided, not by the world, not by mom or dad. It should be rooted in, it should be guided by God's word. We should be turning to God's word for uh, guidance uh, in every part of our life, including uh, in politics, in elections, uh, in in everything. And probably, it, yeah. probably on specific issues as well. Like mm-hmm. if you're reading scripture, right, you're not going to just blatantly decide that one party definitely has it all figured out. Probably at any given time in our history, I don't think one political party has ever just been like, oh, man, they're completely going according to Scripture. <laughs> like, at some point, they deviate, and we, we need to be making sure we're rooted there so that we can see when they deviate and understand the weaknesses and the people that we're trying to vote for as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think many times when it comes to politics, it, it becomes very much like a sports team. Yeah. And, and granted, there there is a particular party that, that I— uh, have generally supported in elections, okay? But it typically becomes like a sports team that we are rooting for our team to win no matter what. And, uh, and, and I would completely agree with you that we need to be looking at uh, not just the party name on the ballot, right? We need to be looking at uh, the issues that we are voting on and what does God's Word have to say about this issue? And... Uh, and allow for God's word to be the guide for us, and that should impact how we are voting. Absolutely, uh, as we think about those, uh, even the parties, uh, whether or not uh, the parties are supporting uh, God's word, and some uh, some stances they're taking, and all stances they're taking, or in no stances they're taking. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree. 
Well, and let's go go on to the second thing. The second uh-huh. thing we want to mention um, that regardless of who has been placed in a position of authority anywhere and whatever authority on this earth, God is still the one in charge. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, you know, let me read you Colossians two nine through ten. It, it reads. For the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ, and you have been filled by him who is the head over every ruler and authority. Um, So, you know, you look at Scripture, it becomes clear Christ is still the one in charge, right? Mm -hmm. So even though whoever, and, and, you know, maybe this is... Maybe this can be an encouraging thought to you. If, If whoever just won was not the person that you wanted to win, it's okay, because... God is still in charge, <laughs> you know, and if whoever you did want just one, understand God is still in charge. They don't get to, you know, just be this blatant dictator, right? Like we, we shouldn't just full heartedly agree on everything. We should look to Christ and, and understand that he is the one that, that is in charge. Ultimately, um, he's over them in authority. He is more powerful, more, more sovereign than any human could ever claim, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and certainly we, it it's gonna be our desire that we have someone in that position of authority that uh, uh, creates laws and policies that are not only good for the people, but certainly uh, allows us the freedom to uh, worship God and to practice our faith and to uh, and, and someone that's going to put policies in place that uh, that will support uh, what we see throughout Scripture. But again, just like you said, right, uh, God is still in charge even if we have someone in a position of power that, uh, that may not support those things. Uh, and so uh, we continue to look for him. I, I would also, on the same note, I would point us to Ephesians 6, 12. Uh, so in Ephesians six twelve, uh, we read, "For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens." So we're reminded in that passage that uh, there is a battle. You know, many times we feel like we're in a battle, especially in the in the heat of an election year. We feel this battle raging, uh, and, and many times it feels like the battle that we're in is with uh, the other party. Uh, it may feel like we're in battle with friends or or foes on social media. It may seem like we're in a battle with our neighbor, with our coworker. Uh, it may seem like we're in a battle with many things in this world, but we're reminded, yes, we're in a battle, but the battle we are in is a spiritual battle. The battle that we are fighting is not simply a battle in this world. Now, sometimes it, it may manifest in some tangible things in this world, but ultimately, even when we see the things going on around us in this world, it all goes back to the fact that we are in a spiritual battle. And so, uh, since we are in a spiritual battle, we should be fighting this battle in a spiritual way. All right, we should be 
we should be on our knees fighting this battle in a spiritual way, which brings us to the final thing that we want you to hear. We should pray for those who have been placed in positions of leadership. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I would read First Timothy uh, verse or excuse me, second Tim, or no, first, first Timothy, Timothy chapter uh-huh. two. That's where I'm getting my numbers mixed up. It says, first of all, then I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all of those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Uh, I would, I would definitely agree. You know, we need to be praying for those in leadership, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think growing up, I, I felt the effect of this one particular Thanksgiving of an election year. Uh, my grandmother, actually, she spent like like a 10, 15-minute prayer. It was a good long prayer. Um, of course, I was just thinking, I want to eat. But I, I will not forget that she prayed specifically for someone who had been elected president who she had not wanted to be president. Mm-hmm. And, and she specifically prayed for him that he would do a great, great job. And yeah, I remember that. And I was like, oh, so that's the way. It was, it was very helpful for me in understanding as I grew right. up. That is the way we react um, when someone is put in authority that we don't want. We still pray for them. <laughs> we still want Absolutely. them to do well. Uh, certainly, if they're in a position of leadership over you, it just makes logical sense. You know, it's kind of a captain of the ship. You don't want the captain of the ship to do poorly because you're on the ship. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't want to sink, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and with that verse that you just read, uh, as we think about uh, praying for them, uh, we see, right? We're praying for them so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Mm -hmm. And so part of that prayer, as we are praying for them, you know what? You You may look at a person that Uh, has been elected and think there's no way that that person can be a Christian. There's no way that 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 person can be led by the Lord. There's no way that that person can bring about godly policies, right? Maybe not in, uh, in their current state. That may be true, but God is bigger than them, and God can get a hold of their life even after being elected, God can transform them. God can use them. God can can use them to still bring about things in our country, in this world, that would uh, that would point back to His Word. That would still allow for us to lead a tranquil and quiet life in godliness and dignity. Maybe that wasn't even their plan going into office. Uh, but that doesn't mean that God's not bigger. And so, again, we are reminded that this is a spiritual battle, not a physical battle. Uh, sometimes we have to fight physically. Uh, going to vote is a way to physically fight, casting your vote. Uh, but it is a spiritual battle, ultimately, and God is bigger, right? Even as Pharaoh was chasing after the Israelites, the armies were chasing after them, God was big enough to part the Red Sea, allow the Israelites to cross, and then swallow the armies up behind. God is big enough. And so even if there is someone that has been elected that that you did not like, you don't like, we are still called to pray for them. And we believe that, that God is big enough to still accomplish His will and His purposes regardless of who is in office. 
And so as we pray, this is just another way for our for us to take our eyes off of what's going on around us and to place our focus to to put our attention on God who is ultimately in control. And let me just tell you, when your focus is on God, when your focus is on the one that is over it all, you're going to have peace and tranquility even in the midst of the hard times, right? As we look at all uh, a lot of the disciples and, and including Paul who went through uh, many, many hardships in this life from leaders that were not carrying out uh, godly policies and godly things in, in their lives, they still lived with peace as they trusted the one who was in charge. And so... You know, as, as we answer this question, what are your thoughts on politics? My thought is I'm going to look to the one who is in charge. I'm going to look to God, regardless of who's in office, whether it's the person I voted for or whether it's the person I did not vote for, I'm going to look to God. I agree, and I'm going to continue to think that God is going to just continuously show me how much bigger he is than I think he is. Because if, if you are under this impression that whoever ends up in office— absolutely no matter what cannot be used by God I would say you have a smaller view of God than necessary and you should you should evaluate that and and, and let God show you that I you know that God can do it. he used donkeys and murderers and all kinds of people in scripture so absolutely. let's you know let's just trust that God is still God absolutely all right well that's it for this week's episode of free period join us again next week as we answer the question Do you remember your very first sermon? Bye. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast, and I'd love to meet you in person. If you're a student between 7th and 12th grade, you can join us on Wednesday nights for midweek at First Baptist Wataga. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for growth groups and 10.50 a.m. for worship.